the sun It was bittersweet Voices calling out From an aching heart Getting so much closer By staying apart Singing a song of hope And love that We will stay strong Love is the word And hope is the song The streets are empty But the sky is clear You want somebody And can't have them near Shelter where you can When the world is at stake Alone together Trying hard not to brave Singing a song of hope And love that will You heard when I heard I feel what you feel We will survive Stay strong Love is the word And hope Is the song Brooklyn Cafe TV. Take a deep breath and a good whiff of that coffee brewing. Grab yourself some toast, a donut, or any breakfast. Mm. As Dawn and Freddy get you up and ready for the rest of your day. So I grab myself and call 888-994-4995 to share a tip of the day. Or just to say good morning. So get ready for the time of your life. Shake off your sleepy buckle up because it's showtime.
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the morning show, the breakfast, the, what else can I call it? The, the, the brew crew, the, you see all those hashtags? Morning yes, show hashtags. I was impressed. I was too. I don't, I, I don't know how the hell I did that. Good morning to you. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Oh, Happy Tuesday. Right Mr. Grumpy. You said I remember to turn my mic on. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Am I on? Yeah. yeah okay. You sure? Yeah. Good morning to you. We are in are you Studio on? A, getting all situated and all set up. He's like, check, 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 one, two, one, two. Big day coming up. Big, 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 big. Listen, I gotta, I, I wanna, I wanna start by saying that yesterday I tried to do something a little bit different for our listening audience. I tried to play some of the songs that we have in house, you know, from Aline and from. Kendra and from slickness here with uh, the stimulus deal. And you got in trouble. And I got in trouble with Aline. But it doesn't give me an opportunity to explain that she's giving us permission and she owes it. She's not signed. So I have no idea of who in the world would slap that silent. Makes no difference. I mean, it makes no difference. Did you talk to her about it? She's very confused. She's very upset. And she's writing to Facebook, who is faceless. Do you know Facebook is faceless? Yes, I was just thinking about that when you said that. That's good, but I'm bummed. But uh, we're going we're gonna to keep trying. You know, we got a lot of in-house, in-house artists. Nicole, we did Tennessee Whiskey, which is a cover, and we told the world we're not selling it. We just wanted people to hear the voice. And She actually is laying a track on us tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Right? Music is coming. Setting up that booth. I hope you're actually Vinny will be here with you tomorrow to fix that to help you set that. I got to help him set it up because it's too much for him. He looks like Popeye carrying a building. I carried it, remember? Oh, you took out like half the (laughs) studio. I took out the speaker, but I can do it. You can do it, Batman. You can do it. Yes. Remember the commercial? You can do it. You can do it. Yes. I was going to say, was Lindsay Lumber a national company? I guess it was. It was something. It's like, where's the beef? You now, do it with Lindsay's help, yes. I want to also say that you sparked a very strong controversy yesterday. I did? Yes, you did. And why? Remember the comment you told us that people over the weekend were saying, I'm too small to go on the air and talk ah, yes. about my business? Well, yesterday, five companies came forward and are joining our Comcast program. Nice. Because they heard the show and they're very upset at you. I, I don't know. I just told them, listen, improve or wrong. Because these companies, they were under the impression they're too small to be on television. Why are they upset with me? We're exactly the opposite. Because we called them out. Well, and I blamed you. Thank you. We're trying to give people the opportunity to say, instead of having to purchase a full package from Comcast, we're giving you the opportunity to purchase a fraction and still get your business out there at a fraction of the price, just like Bitcoin. It's true, but it's about philosophies. There was a gentleman that I was talking to last night, and I played the show because he hadn't watched it, and he heard us talk about the morning show about being afraid because you're too small. Uh, and he says to me, he says, you know, I've been in business 10 years, and I've never had to advertise. So I said, congratulations. That's fantastic. How's yeah. the business doing? It closed. Uh-huh. Really? Wow. I said, why? Well, you know, it's COVID. I said, okay, but there are not other things your business can do. It's a network deal. He says, yeah, but 
how do I go about getting in other words the conversation turned into how how do I not about I'm too small to advertise so as he was talking to me at the radio station this happened somebody came in and says do you have a card I could use your services and he says you see I don't have to advertise this if you weren't here the guy tells me if you weren't here having this conversation with him I wouldn't know what you did I would have walked away so he's right Lou is the one I said let me get that card and, and I looked at the guy, and I said, you, you got to put your name out there, no matter how small you think you are, and, and let it happen where it happens. You know, this guy is a good example yeah. of what we've been talking about when he pays attention, when he's on his phone. Everybody knows Slick. He has like a... Or they call you Spike. They call you all kinds of things. He has like a following. I'm still trying to figure out why. Because he's so nice. He never says no. What's he nice? What do he's you mean like, he's like, I nice? could do that. He's always got a smile on his face, a laugh. He always goes back, banters back and forth with well, you. He he's has a great all of you side guys guy for fooled. you. No. Because he's Mr. Positivity. I am positively. He's not Mr. Positivity. I say to him, Slick, what's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. What's going on? He's Nothing. good. We got to get Slick a mic. And so he, he, was, he was upset yesterday because his brother got the shot. I didn't tell him. Like, his brother has to tell him everything. I got to tell you nothing. Were you upset Orlando? yesterday? What? Were you upset? I wasn't upset at him. I was just like, he's he, up in Orlando. I didn't even know he took the vaccine yet. I thought it was only for people of my mother's age. Yeah, well, they're, they're opening it up and... Well, so there's been a, a new development. In Texas, they're doing it all over the country, but Texas is the number one volunteer state for children. Under the age of 17, I've taken either a placebo or Now they're vaccine. doing birth, six months to 12. Six months to 12, man, that is tremendous. So they had that 15-year-old, it was her birthday, and she went in to get a shot. Now, she doesn't know if she has the shot or if she's getting a placebo. And the doctors, her parents are two doctors, well-known physicians, um, and they're hoping that she runs a fever or she has body aches because they know she got the shot. See, the object of the game in the doctor's mind is I want to get my kid vaccinated, right? So that was a switch. Would you have your kids yes. be in the trial? Yes. Yes. You would. I would. Really? I would. I would not. Of course, I, I because gonna, you would. I, I would because you know something, Dawn? The only way um, we're going to get this thing right is by facing it. So I saw what you were talking about yesterday, that AstraZeneca is yes. the company that their vaccine in Europe has been stopped. So we don't have that vaccine here yet. I mean, we probably have, but we're not they using it. They are asking for approval in April. Well. It's coming out in April. But let me tell you a fact. The information coming out of Europe is incorrect. Really? There are just as many blood clot cases here in the U.S. as there are in AstraZeneca in, in Europe. As many. Equal number. And it has to do with the system of the body and this virus. This virus is deadly because it isn't like the flu where you get sick. This virus decripples, if that's even a word, your internal organs. So there was this woman that died in Utah, being factual here. You can look it up. She died after taking the shot four days later. And they discovered in the autopsy that she had a bad liver that needed replacement. And they missed it. They didn't know about it. And this thing ruptured. See, one of the things I'm afraid of is because there are certain things in my body I know about that happen. And I'm afraid it's going to pump it out there into the I, I am stronger than, and I'm going to take over 
Like cancer patients. What do you do with a cancer patient? Do you give them the shot? Leukemia? I don't know what protocols are. I don't, and nor, nor do I pretend to be a doctor or play one on TV. I just do not know. It's I would like to have somebody who knows the research call in, be on the show, give us some data as far as they know. It doesn't have to be factual. One way or the other, you can look up and make up your own mind. But I would like to know what's happening in the cancer field with the virus and the shot and the whole nine well, There's a lot of different things going on. So is your mom working slick? Did she get vaccinated? Um, she hasn't got vaccinated yet. That's the funny thing. My brother got She's a nurse. Yeah, but she didn't. No, she didn't. She turned it down or she hasn't been asked? She, uh, what is it? Either every time I ask her, she's turning it down. My is aunt she? hasn't got vaccinated. She's turning it down too? Yeah. She, my, uh, no, no, no. My aunt got vaccinated, but um, my mom, every time I ask her, she's turning it down. Wow. Yeah. I have heard, that's why I ask you, because I've heard a lot of the nurses in some of the long-term care facilities just like your mom are saying they don't want it and do you know why you don't trust it there you know different reasons different reasons it's just like we talked about getting the information out into the hispanic community i'm and i'm thinking you said it was already uh, the information is out in the haitian community i think different information is getting out to different groups of people differently but his mother's a nurse but his mother's also haitian but his mother's a nurse at a facility. Sure. The facility's got to have the right information. Oh, no. But she is. What is it from the information that she says she's in here and she just doesn't want to take it? Okay. I mean, I respect that. But this is choice, not lack of info. Right. Lack of info, no it's choice. It's not lack, it's problem. different. And she talks to her friends, just like you and I talk to our friends. But then when I go out with people in the medical community, different doctors and People over 65, they're all like, yes, 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 I want it. So well, Chuck took it. Linda took it. And do you see any behavior change? No. Linda actually turned into the Energizer Bunny for the first two weeks that she had Well, it. Chuck doesn't stop talking anyway, so I couldn't tell you. Well, but this is the side effect. <laughs> Too much agenda. <laughs> Too much energy is the... Uh, how Good you morning. Feeling? You how are like you? You look like you saw Casper the Friendly Ghost. No. Look at her eyes. Are your dog Look okay? Friend. Who won? <laughs> How many dogs you have? <laughs> Her bags. What time are you up bags? with the dog this morning? You had to deal with the dog. There, that was my dream. What was wrong with the dog? Uh, he got sick at 5:30 this morning, and then he was choking, choking, couldn't breathe. Oh my goodness! Uh, but I got my mom home, so she's nice and finished dinner. What do you think is wrong? He's old. They're all old. Oh. Uh, how old is he? He is eight, you think? What kind of dog? So. Twenty questions. Yeah. Little or big? Did you take the shot? He's my little one. Did you take the shot? Asking a hundred freaky No, because I had a dream at five thirty this morning. There was a dog on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> there was a dog on my feet, so much so that the bed moved, and it woke me up. And I'm thinking, is Cookie in the house? And Deanne? And there's no one in my house. That's why I asked her twenty questions. Because was the dog at your feet? No. Okay. Um, good. He was at my feet instead. <laughs> he was uh, at the bottom of the bed, like to the side. Of Do you the sleep bed. with your dog? Yeah, I sleep with all of them. Mm. But yeah, Michael was over last night, and he was like to the side of me on the bed, on the floor, and got sick at five thirty. The dog or Michael? The dog. <laughs> so the dog got slept on the floor, got sick. Well, he was it's a bad. 
I, oh, he does not sleep in the no, bed. No, he doesn't. He, him oh. and my other male dog sleep on the floor, and then my girl dog sleeps on the bed with us. What kind of dogs are these? They're all mutts. And Michael has a dog. Yeah. So between you guys, there's four dogs? <laughs> and they all sleep on the bed. His dog sleeps on the bed, but not different houses. Wow. I, I can never do that. Sam was telling me a story yesterday that her daughter's trying to get pregnant. It's been a couple years. The dog? And, you know, the the. Girl, the, the mother was telling me her daughter's Girl's trying to get mutt? pregnant. They've been married for three years, but the dogs sleep in the bed. So the mom goes, and that's why you can't get pregnant, because you've got all the dogs in your bed. Stop, because my coffee's <laughs> coming up. <laughs> I used to lock the door, close the door, when I had the bull, Sammy the bull, my bulldog, or whatever the hell it was. You had a pit bull. Pit bull. And I, and I noticed that he would sleep outside the door, so I put a nice towel and stuff, so he loved it. And he refused to get into the bed because he's looking for the, the bed. He's like, where's the... We always the, have uh, the dogs sleep in our bed. I never, never. Not in them. Not children and not dogs. If I'm not at Michael's house, that's his dog sleeps outside because him and his parents are next to each other. So she sleeps between them. And he has a very nice fluffy bed for that, for her and like all the blankets and toys. And when I'm over, I'm like, no, she's in the bed with us. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the cuddliest Doberman ever. I love that. Doberman. Yeah, she's a Doberman. She's a, like the rent over so she's a really smart. I How had big a, is she? She's... 60 pounds, no. Yeah, actually, I think she's like 50, 60 pounds. That's small. I had a Great Dane <laughs> Doberman mix. He was a six-foot Doberman. Dookie. His mouth was this big. It was like a crocodile. <laughs> Everybody was afraid of this dog. My father got him from a, a landlord, a, a super from a basement. The mother was a pure-breed Doberman. She was mean. Oof. That dog went nuts when we picked up the puppy. Wow. Yeah, shipped into Puerto Rico, and everybody was terrified of poor Dookie. Somebody stole. Dookie? Someone stole your dog? Somebody stole Do you dog. still have dogs at your parents' house? Yes, I have an uh, English, uh, English bulldog, Nina, and a shepherd. So, and they live outside? Yeah, somebody stole Nina, but she must have gotten away. <laughs> she bites. <laughs> then She's, they decided they didn't want her? She bit my father. I don't know, maybe, she, maybe she bit whoever she was. She bit my father, that dog. And they're still at the house? Yeah. So someone's taking care of them, I'm assuming. I, I applauded that she bit my father. You never take food away from a dog when it's eating. My father decided he thought he was King Kong, and the dog bit him. I says, Dad, leave the dog alone. I want her to bite. So I used to have her chase As long as she's things. not the presidential dog. Because, you know, the presidential dog gets he bit pardoned for biting people. I used to have her chase things. It's like, you got a dog? Oh, no, I had one. It was a Rottweiler. And did it wow. sleep with you in the bed? Really? Roddy's are really cuddly. I have one of my You slept with a dog in your bed. Oh, he's amazing. You slept with a dog in your bed. A Rottweiler, that's a big dog. They're cuddly? Yeah. If you're their owners, it's like, you know, you treat them all, obviously. Yeah, I've had a purebred Rottweiler, and then one of mine right now, my biggest one, is like part Rottweiler. You open doors. Yeah. They're really smart dogs, and they're really cuddly. Gonna get this guy dressed. You know, I always had small dogs. We had a little poodle, Pekingese, and then we had a Yorkie who never was housebroken. Then we got our poodle in the house. Chelsea's got a little cookie, and Aaron's got the biggest dog that we've ever had an Australian Shepherd, and she's still only 25 pounds. (laughs) Well, that's right, you saw Indiana. Yeah, she's so cute. She's a blue healer versus a red healer. And, but she's not blue. 
problem with when you start treating dogs like that, the problem is that they, they get sick and they die, and then you feel heartbroken. What's like, wrong with you? Treat them I like what? Like people? Like people. Nina, my blue-eyed Siberian, I loved her very much. But you have two Ninas? My mother called her dog Nina because Nina was very, it was the only dog we ever had in the family, and I bought her when I was 12. And then your dad's dog is Nina also? And then my mother called that dog Nina, yeah. But uh, Nina, the blue eye, um, slept with my sister in the bed. My sister was terrified. She's, she's in 107 degrees in the Bronx with no AC. She closed the door to the bedroom because she was terrified of Nina. And her and Nina became best of friends. Only dog that slept in a bed was in my sister's bed. And she used to put blankets and pillows. I took pictures. I said, you're insane. The Huskies are beautiful. Remember the dogs we saw at the Brain Bowl? Yeah. They were beautiful oh, dogs. Smart. Uh, Samoyan oh, my gosh. Imagine what that must their bills to get this dog groomed and how hot it must get. You have to groom them. Right? Then I took them to Puerto Rico. And that was a big mistake. I made a lot of mistakes having it. That's why I don't want any dogs. And you just collect cats. I don't want that either. <laughs> cat collector. You know, I took peaches because the ladies put a story on me. They're going to kill the cat. And I said, I don't know my why. You know what? That's you, Oh my gosh. Turtles bite. Yes, they do. And they bite hard, yeah. man. Uh, I got tadpoles. I got quails. Quails? <laughs> yeah, like the little quail chicks. They're in, a, they're in like a nice sanctuary. Tadpoles? Yeah, at my school, they instead of class pets, you had to do ones that like, you would watch them grow. So they did tadpoles, they did quails, they did chicks, like chicken chicks. And every time at the end of class, they'd be like, hey, they're going to go to a farm. And I was funny with that meant. And I would beg my mom. And I oh had thousands gosh. of tadpoles and frogs in my pool in Puerto Rico. We had to take them out to kill them because we couldn't jump in the pool with frogs. I had them. They were in a little Ugh. tiny. It was only two of them. It was a little tiny terrarium. And yeah. Frogs. I hate frogs. I hate frogs. I hate tadpoles. You don't like insects. I hate insects. I lived with them for four years. It was horrible. You just don't like them. I went out running yesterday. I was thinking, you go, okay, how far Scorpios. can I actually run Scorpions. outside before the mosquitoes get me? You like scorpions? No, I grew but up I know there's house. some in your, your parents' house. My, my, my bedroom was a house of scorpions. And I went in, I looked, I went, ah! How do you live like that? We're a big chunklita. <laughs> I just like don't, I just don't even get it. You don't get what? How you can live with scorpions and things like well, that. What are you going to do? You're going to move out because the scorpions moved in? You got to no. get the exterminator. It's Puerto Rico. There's no exterminator. <laughs> Oh, stop, 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 stop. I'm going to throw up here. You know how you don't like butterflies? Yeah. Me and spiders, we got the same relationship. I had a spider living in my car for like three months. And it was just, it was really great because it was one of like the daddy long legs, I think. Or, you know, I don't know, it was a little gold one. It was just in the corner of my car and I never had any Did you name her Charlotte? I did. I never named my spiders for some reason. I, is, everything I think about is a book. I just, I always randomly find spiders in my car. I'm like, all right, cool. You know the Black Widow? Look that up. You know the Black Widows? They call, in Spanish, they call araña pelua. And they bite. So I was in Puerto Rico, I was going to school, and I went like this to back up the driveway, and the freaking thing bit me right here. And I ran out screaming like a girl. (laughs) Slick, help me out here. Spider-Man. (laughs) Spider-Man. They took me to my uncle, and he says, Go like this, do the webs come out of your hand? 
arm when you do that. I couldn't find the, the spider in my car. It's not funny. I could not find her in the car. Chuck once got bitten by one of those black recluses. Ooh, he yeah. lives. Or is it brown recluse? Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He lived? Oh, my God. He's still alive. He didn't get bit. You should have seen it. He didn't get bit. He got scratched. If you get bit by one of those bad boys, you ain't living. It was brown. It was big. It was. Did you get the infection he on had the to, skin? He had, yeah, he had to go get that treated. Treated? He got to cut a chunk out of you. A chunk in a chunkleta. A chunkleta. But you don't, you, you don't, you're not afraid of anything, right? You kill roaches and spiders. I don't kill them. I catch them and I release them. That's disgusting. Why well, kill them? A roach carries very high t- infections. Spiders, sometimes they're hard to release. But the palmettos, I release them. I let them go. You get the chunkleta. No. I palmettos am. Yeah, none of that scares me. And in me. my house, they only come in like once in a while. Like when they spray? I'm like Snow White. Don't you know all the birds? And Giselle, yeah, all the it. birds, the animals, they come, they come flock And you wouldn't take a big toilet paper roll and you grab it and you put it outside? Sometimes, or sometimes I just take a cup and then you slide a piece of paper ever so gently underneath That's it. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And then you seen. release them. I'm going to tell you, if I was married to you, <laughs> there'd be gunshots in the house. <laughs> he doesn't get up. He's like, oh, there's the palmetto. There's this. Not me. I jump up and... They could be knocking at the door of the palmettos. I get it. Linda was screaming one day because one fell out of the cabinet and landed on her. Yeah. The thing is, the funny thing is, I'm chasing them around the bathroom. <laughs> no, so I take, I take the shoe, you know. It comes to street justice. So I said, don't move. Walk at that, walk at that, And she says, it's on the floor. Why are you hitting me? <laughs> it's the bees I don't like. Because they sting. If you miss a bee, you get hurt. When we first bought the house in Bokeh, there were nothing but beehives outside. So I had to buy the wasp killer. That goes about six to eight feet. You ever seen that? Shoot out. You need to get a beekeeper. No, I'm Puerto Rican, and I'm from the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was in danger. They chased me. They flew away. Not not one bee died. Not one. Not Gotta one. get a beekeeper because sometimes the hives get so big and they attach themselves to the corners that of the ain't roofs. Scary as heck. That, that you take the spray shh, and you take a lighter shh, and you become Arnold Schwarzenegger with the fire. Puerto Rican from the Bronx. Seriously, sometimes Bronx, I wonder. One day, Gio screamed at me. There was a hornet's nest. You ever seen a hornet's nest? Mm-hmm. This thing is huge inside one of the cabinets, and it took and attacked a bee, and it was stinging it to death. That's how Gio saw it screaming. So I had to go, <laughs> crazy Puerto Rican. I put a, you know what I, I'm afraid, I, I don't know if I want to tell you this. I took a nylon, a woman's nylon, and over put it head? over my head. Because <laughs> I was going to really keep the stinger well, from getting Well, I saw that they wore bee nests, right? <laughs> they wore the bee thing, the hats with that, with the... <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, the beekeeper suit. Yeah. Not quite a nylon, but so yes. I put a nylon over my face. <laughs> and Michelle goes, who are you going to go rob? <laughs> you look like a burglar. That's what I think. What bank robbing movie did you see that in? And the funny thing is, when you put that on your face, it makes it really contortion. It's, it's ugly. I'm, I had an eye here and an eye up here. As in, I'm off to kill the wasp. And they oh chased God. me. I kept hitting them in the air. I would tell you, I was good in the day. I was the target practice. <laughs> Double candid. I had two in the in the pocket and two here, ready to rock and roll. 
I felt like Clint Eastwood. You could, <laughs> you could do like a bug spray commercial. I'm Italian. This segment was brought to you by Spray Quick. I, I, I had a run. It was horrible. Horrible. And then somebody has to go and knock that hive out, right? So I took a shovel and I told Michelle, we got to get an extension. <laughs> <laughs> it was like four feet. We need an eight-foot extension on the shovel because... I'm going to say, if there's bad boys in there, they're coming out. Again, call the beekeeper. I jumped in the pool when they came after me. I could imagine that. And Chuck did that up. once, actually. I think he knocked something down, they came out, and he jumped in the pool. But I got to tell you, they're smart. They were hovering over the yeah, pool waiting for me. <laughs> so I had to come out like oh this, splitting water, and the damn thing left. I got to tell you, I've had real difficult times with bugs. Linda told you in Puerto Rico, when I went to see my father, there was a roach... Uh, this is a strange looking she said one came up the toilet this is a strange looking palmetto I don't know about that one but this one was outside the bathroom and there's a screen so I took out my handy dandy spray which wasn't very good it was Puerto Rican brand you know like almost kill yo you know if there's a Puerto Rican watching you only get away with it because you are Puerto Rican well, I'm Puerto Rican us we'd say they, they'd tell us we were doing something politically correct That's a, you know what it is what it is if you're a Puerto Rican you never killed a bug this way you're lying so I spray it, and the damn thing gets mad. <laughs> so what does it do? It climbs sideways on the screen, goes inside. I swear on my children's life. Comes inside where, you got to be kidding me. And I'm running, and the freaking thing is chasing me. I'm like, Linda. And this freaking thing was attacking me. Did she say just move out of the way? She was pissing on the floor laughing. <laughs> she was laughing so hard. She says, wasn't that on the outside? Yes. And it came in and around. It came around. <laughs> the damn freaking gate. So many bugs in the forest of Puerto Rico. Now, the worst thing is when you God knew Puerto not Rico, to bring me to Puerto Rico. My yeah. father has the bathroom way downstairs in the bottom of the house. And that's the bathroom. You must be careful. That's when she said, Snakes come out of the toilet. That's what she said, through the tank. Like when you're sitting on the toilet, she so, said things. Can you imagine? In Hurricane Maria, we had no light. <laughs> so you had to use your phone. Then those went out. So you had to use a candle. So it was three days later after smelling like Grant took Richmond and died, we decided that maybe the gravity would bring water down to that bathroom to take a shower. And I said, my dad came up with that. And we turned it on and it worked. But this bathroom, if you close your eyes, is what it looks like. So I said to Linda, I said, be very careful with this toilet. When I lived here, snakes used to come out of that bad boy. So Linda goes in there and one oh. night. And she goes in three snakes. I went, she went, all I hear is the. It's kind of funny because somebody now has to go down there because we all want to take showers. So we go down with the. The shovel? The shovel? With the extension? No, this one didn't have The nylon? One. And the bug spray. No, no bug spray. Not for snakes. Snake, snakes, is no, snakes is no bug spray. Snakes is machete. Nylon and rubber boots. Machete, oh, and a machete. A hammer in your belt in case it gets you down on the ground. You get the fangs We should do the Puerto Rican emergency kit. And then there's the Jewish emergency kit. We've, we've got regular bagels. <laughs> You've got the that would be really funny. You've got the machete, the nylon, the bug spray, ice pick. I got a credit card. Yeah. Can you please come help me? Boy, I was in the middle of nowhere. Who am I gonna call? I'm in the jungle. You know what they tell you when you call a bug man in the jungle? 
I can't come You out. live in the jungle. Of course you have bugs. I love that survival kit. We should totally do that. The Your Puerto bats? Rican survival kit. You love kit. bats, right? Before Maria, there was hundreds of bats out, and in, in Juju used to go, because we used to live in different houses. He goes, he used to put a bag on his head. And I go, what are you doing? He says, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why are you wearing a bag? Paper bag? Yeah. Cause Two the, eyes cut out? No. Or just tie it around your head because the, the bats like a hat? fly into your Yeah, the bats fly into your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you you you'll be like party central. Slick, help me out here. You ever you ever run into a bat? And I don't mean a two-legged bat. <laughs> me? Yeah, that would be you. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I just <laughs> flocks of bats up in the house. Like they used to hang out on the street. I find that flocks of bats over on the East Tremont on the corner. Like like little Batman, I'm gonna yeah, tell you, bats. You know, gangs use beating up people as initiation. You seen this? Yeah. They sort of knock people out or they hit them. You know, it's so tough. Why don't you take them to a cave and says, "Okay, let me see you catch a bat." And then you initiate, and then you're in. You're in the game. That's right. Well, listen, the way things are right now, don't we have a COVID problem with bats? Is it a specific bat or any bat? I don't think it's bats. I think it's the way that people are killing animals that aren't supposed to be eaten and are putting them in an area that's not sanitary and then telling people they can eat the not sanitary, not edible animals. So they're eating bats? I think we'll do some research. I'm going to check it out. Eating bats. All I can tell you. I dated bats. I felt COVID this back in the day. Just it didn't kill me. Health sanitation. It's nice that people are being cleaned up again. See Michelle Obama, her first episode of Mochi and something in Mochi is coming out today. She's the executive producer of a new kid show with puppets. It's coming out today. Michelle Obama. And the goal is that, you know, people are still going hungry. There's all sorts of problems. See what's happening with the, the border now? Nope. It's ridiculous. Survival guide. What would be in your survival guide for hate, people from Haiti? Oh, for right now, if I would have to go to Haiti, I would probably pack like a, I'm going to get really intense, I'm going to pack like a Glock 45. <laughs> you can't bring guns down there. They're stealing SWAT team guns. Why would you need to bring a gun? Let's start there. Because U.S. embargo, U.S. embargo stopped people that were coming from different countries to have guns, but people of the country have illegal guns. Well, drug law is bringing guns and drugs. Yeah, but for the U.S. embargo for travelers that are going to Haiti, they they can't carry a gun. There's an embargo in Haiti. An embargo means that we you can't go to Haiti. No, no, no. As in, like, you can't bring a gun to Haiti. An embargo that you can't... Oh, there's a gun embargo. Well, I don't think you can bring a gun anywhere when you're traveling. Oh, well, Just hypothetically, I don't think you can take a gun on a plane anywhere. Out of the U.S., you can. You can't on a plane... Oh, but you cannot, right? You cannot out of the U.S. In the U.S., there's a lot of things that you have to go through to do it, but it is possible. You can take a gun to Puerto Rico? Uh, no, legally? Like out of the, like, uh, Continental states? states? Puerto Rico is the territory of these things. But it's not. Like, you can't fly it out. Like, 
like, I don't think you can take it to Hawaii. Oh, it ain't going to swim there. I don't think you can take it to Hawaii. I think it's just the continental states. You can all get up into that. I know Haiti's in turmoil right now because there's a lot of... Haiti's been in turmoil for 100 years. Yeah, I don't think you can get on a plane with a gun anywhere. You can't even get on the plane with your encoder. They have to check your fingers. Imagine, <laughs> imagine going with funny. a gun. And I asked them to the second time. But it wasn't funny at the time. It was, like, it was an experience. The last time I went to Haiti, like, my brother tried to bring his firearm, and then they stopped him. Like, he, he clipped. Like, he basically put it in, like, you know, the packaging. So he separated all the parts. He didn't have any bullets in it. Did he tell them that it was in there? Yeah, correct. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to bring it in. Like, um, they said no. Of course not. You think you're adaptable when you go on vacation? Hold on a second. Your your brother can't bring a gun into the country. It's illegal. He, he wanted to bring his gun. But that's illegal. He got a vaccine, too, and he wasn't supposed to. So Same brother? This is another brother. Don't you have to get a license to get a gun? Yeah, he got license. So I go to Puerto Rico and I want to bring a gun? You don't have to get a license to buy a gun. Really? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So hold on. So explain this to me. So in Florida, I only know Florida laws. In Florida, you do not need a license to buy a gun. However, you have to be over the age of 18. And to buy one, you have to, you would buy it, and then you have to wait three days because they do a full background check on you. But if you pass a background check, you're over 18, then you can buy a gun. So do you have to register the gun? Yes. So that must be done. Yes. That's what the paper they show you. Yeah, that's the three-day background check. So if I have a Glock, it's not illegal? Correct, but you can't carry it unless you have a license. So you need a license to carry the Glock. So I have to leave the Glock carry itself. You either have to have it in your house, and it's supposed to be in a gun safe. You have to, I can, <laughs> I just took classes on this. Um, you can travel with it, but it has to be in a locked safe in your trunk. That, that's useless. But I mean, if you're like traveling with it, so if you're moving or if you're maybe going on a vacation, if you don't have your license, you can... You're allowed to take it into your hotel room, and it has to be in your safe because it's transportation. Um, but you cannot carry it on your person unless you have a license. So the bottom line here, can you use a gun if somebody threatens your life you and it's not registered? Self-defense? If the not registered and you do not have a license, you will get charged most likely with uh, unlawful like ownership of a firearm. So you got to just register it. And so when you, you go to the gun range with your gun, that's fine. So when you go to these places that they sell guns, you ever seen some of these? It looks like a giant barrage. It looks like the military is there. They have bazookas and tanks and stuff. Yeah. So when you buy a gun from a gun dealer, do they register the gun where you're there? Yes. They do? Yes. So it's okay to buy a gun. Now, do you, buy, you can't buy ammo at the gun places, right? So you can load a gun at the gun no, place? you can't load it. You can buy it. So if I go to my car and load it and then go in there and become a maniac. I think you should use fake ammo at a gun range. Well, what good is that? Well, you can, you can bring your own ammo to a gun range. <laughs> it's just dangerous. If you have a gun, you shouldn't be doing that in the first place. So you mm. shouldn't be able to get a gun if you haven't gone through a psychiatric check. But the problem here is that the bad guys have guns. Bad guys are going to get guns no matter But they don't need a psychiatric check. They're just psych- psychos. They're going to get uh, places they shouldn't get it anyway. Yeah. Correct. No matter what laws we put in place to get them, the bad 
Wow. It's really strange. And the Glock has no safety on it, right? That's uh, the some difference. Some or oh, some do? Some double safeties, yeah. And they have that safety with the finger that matches your finger. You've seen this thing? It's a chip in there, and it won't go off if you take the gun. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's like fingerprint recognition. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a fingerprint recognition on the gun. But the problem with that thing is that I think you have to charge the chip. <laughs> and, and you're going to need it at the worst time. My chip is not charged. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. You ever shot a gun? No. Never? No. Oh, we should go to the gun range. We should. You have a license, right? You got to go with somebody that has a license. To 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 uh, rent a gun? Don't you need somebody with a license? You need a driver's license. Can you imagine me at a gun range? If you're over 18, you can go to a gun range, rent a gun, go shoot them. They'll give you a lesson on how to do it. You don't need any license. Oh, we should do that. You don't even need. Let's go on a road trip. <laughs> Let's go to road trip. Remember, it's two gun ranges. Let's go. <laughs> Is he going to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to handcuff myself to We've this. We've got an axe throw. We'll go to a gun range. we got to go to a clothing store. We've got lots of places to visit. You like guns? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. You know what's really hard to travel with is an axe. We used to have to go to a clothing store. The people at the bar that I worked at, if you travel for competitions, because, you know, guns, there's, like, a way that you travel. You, like, some said you have to take it apart. You have to register yeah. that you have it. There's a certain security to go through. Axes, that's not, like, you just have to say, like, Hey, I, I'm traveling. With traveling axe. with an axe. It's uncomfortable to put your axe in your shoe. <laughs> and always, and there's a tag you're supposed to put on it, but they will always like absolutely strip search you and freak you. Out you know, when you were born, your mom's like, "Oh, I've got a daughter. <laughs> She's gonna be all pink and fluffy and bows." And there's an axe, and there's a gun. <laughs> there's a Roddy. <laughs> the 4th of, of July, we used to always go um, camping, and we had uh, hundreds of axes. I never even thought about it. We used to chop trees down. Really? Yeah. I and, never and used machetes. an axe until the game of axes. And machetes in the day. That was it. I can't believe that. You still do when you go through the forest. Yeah. You use machetes when you go through the forest? When you go like, hiking, if you go on certain heights, uh, some places there aren't paths. Well, you also got to wow. clean out things, but yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I can only imagine dawn in the forest. Yeah, I know. Where is the air conditioned room? <laughs> Pretty much. You take me out of my element, you, you I'm still me. You do like a boot camp um, um, tent deal? No. You never had pancakes over a, a fire? We once went camping at Spanish River Park. <laughs> wow. Wow, you heard this? <laughs> kind of like our tent was there and the bathroom was over there and the lights went out and I'm like, I can't. First of all, I never stayed next to the bathrooms. The smell and the Well, no, I wasn't near it. It was close enough that I could walk to a bathroom, but no. And you didn't have to dig a hole? Exactly. Spanish River Park, you know, if you go over the bridge or at the beach? We right learned here the hard way. We learned the hard <laughs> way. Camping in Boca. When you go camping and they gave us a campsite and it was downhill. It was like this. And we didn't know any different. I mean, we were a bunch of weekends from the Bronx and we took this hill down thing and they told us you got to put your tent 
so that if it rains, the water rolls down. You want to put your entrance at the bottom of the hill. Well, if you don't do that, you know what happens when it rains? The water gets in your tent. Yeah. So all of a sudden we had Niagara Falls coming into the tent. Michelle was so mad. So I cut a wedge in the bottom of the tent. Let the water out? To let the water go underneath. Not too much. Just became a giant <laughs> cesspool of mud. Then it became, what was the name of that, uh, where people went in the 60s, the hippie place? Woodstock. Woodstock. It became a giant Woodstock. And we were full of mud and flinging mud. The raccoons were eating all the food. There's going to be another one, another Woodstock, when all of this COVID ends. There's going to be music festivals. People are going to get out and do things. And everybody's going to have a relapse. April or May, there's one in Florida. <laughs> I saw that. It's Orlando or something? Yep. Woodstock? <clears throat> a music festival. More to come. We are heading over to meet with the mind of the male today. No, Mr. Guy. Yes, the mind of the male. Is, um, is uh, Amy here or over there? I guess she's there. And coming back with us? Yep. Interesting. All right, you got Slick Speaks coming up. Who are you speaking to? I guess Teddy. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Val. Why don't you do a call-in show? This is Slick Speaks. I don't have a guest today because they did the 86 on me, but I would like to speak to you. Call me at, what's the number? 888-994-4995. Depending on the studio where you're going to be in. All right, so you're going to set up Slick Speaks. You've got Teddy Unscripted. Yes. Michael Maki is coming in. Hopefully. Hopefully. So it's you and Slick today. Are you going to have two cameras? In here? Are you doing it in here or out there? It's going to be Slick and I talking to Well, I, I, I think he's coming in because Bitcoin's doing very well. It was doing better yesterday. It came down. you got to find out about Litecoin next. So yes. maybe he'll stay and join us for the 12 o'clock also. I wanted to touch real quick on what happened yesterday with the National High School Girls Basketball Champions. Did you see this in Oklahoma? No. It's horrible. Um, the announcer was announcing the game on radio or TV or whatever. And the girls that ended up winning, they were undefeated, and they all took a knee for Black Lives Matter at the National Anthem. And the guy went bizonko, called, used the N-words and the right. F-bombs because he didn't agree that they were taking a knee. Mm -hmm. But he decides to go on the air. And, you know, this is a black guy to our industry because this guy was a third-party hiree. It's like if somebody hires Slick to announce a game. Mm -hmm. And he went in and he forget about it. So the coaches and the parents, after the game, they, the parents show what this guy did. And they wanted an apology. So you know what he comes up with, which is the nature of the story, the reason for the story? He's a diabetic. He's a type 1 diabetic, and he would not have acted that way if his sugar did not spike. Really? Diabetes now makes you racist? Have you what? seen the Snickers commercial where they change what they look like, right? But this guy, is this guy insane? If I wasn't a diabetic, I wouldn't have been racist. And his sugar spiked, he said. Are you kidding me? If I wasn't a racist, I wouldn't be racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's amazing how people are. When we leave this bubble of where we are, and this is truly a bubble, you realize what some of the world is really like, and you think, wow, how can people really be that way? It's mind-boggling. And the funny thing is that a lot of people seem to think that this crazy way of thinking is normal. Oh, yeah. 
right? Well, for them it is. I told you I had a conversation with someone last week, and I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, this is really a real thing for them. In their mind, this is rational. But it isn't rational to put poison in your veins, right? So a former president says, joking me to somebody, can we use that cleaner to wipe out germs in the body? But he meant it kiddingly. I get it. So people were dropping dead because they were injecting the poison in their veins. Again. But how do, not do you... try this at home, kids. But I don't understand. Why do you think that something illogical is logical? Because to them it's logical. But how can you tell me that's logical? people have different mental statuses. That's a whole accountability. That's a whole other thing. So if I put your hand this way and hit it with a hammer just to see a reaction, you know there's going to be pain. Yes. Does that make it legitimate because I wanted, I'm curious to see what your reaction is? Is that what this is about? No. People, some truly people believe. Look at politics. There are people that truly believe in both sides. It's not just for argument's sake. They are firm conviction on one side or another. And if you don't have that same vision, they believe theirs hold and you it, believe hold yours. Hold did we you, had a meeting. Okay. Did you see? That's okay. Did you see what happened with the Republican Party yesterday, the announcement they made? And this, again, if you understand rational thinking, please call me because I think they've lost their mind. This is the entire Republican side of the equation. Now, I am... A, re- a registered Republican. So it's not that I'm throwing them under the bus. They are doing a commercial on television and radio and everywhere around the world to show how the stimulus package that was just approved, the money sent out, is a bad thing for America. Because, And I heard this. I can't hire people because everybody's sitting home waiting for $1,400 and well, $300 a month. We talked about that yesterday. Leave, just look at our interns alone. Look at what happened with that one intern, that phone call we had to make yesterday. I understand that. But this is but the hold mindset. On, hold on. That's the end result. I get it. This is the end result. But for responsible con- congressmen in the Republican Party to come out with such a bold, stupid statement is irresponsible. Irresponsible because of the backlash well, is going to come out. Well, there's responsibility and what you say to the public and what the situation is. There are people that are making more money sitting home collecting than they would even working at a fast food place at little I understand that. I understand that. And there are people at home that are robbing banks making more money than anybody. There are people at home that are doing the wrong I get that. Yeah. But this is like taking cans of gasoline into a movie theater, laying it all out, and knowing that if I light this match, I can turn this thing into an inferno. So think about the lo- illogical thinking. First of all, do I light the match? That's not the thinking. That I put the gas in the place in to begin with is the illogical thinking. That's what I'm talking that's about. That's because you think they're illogical. They think they're logical. But to even announce that is illogical with the backlash, with the sensitivity of what's going on in this country. They just lay gasoline in the theater. Hey, forget about what they do now. Yeah, but they think it's, okay. it's logical. <sighs> There's different. Listen, I'm not saying I agree whatsoever, but people, I told you this conversation I had last week with some But these are supposed to be. People think crazier things. I don't agree with them, but there are people who think even crazier things are happening this week than a crazy Yes, I heard that. It was supposed to happen Monday. That's completely nuts. It didn't. 
Well, let me ask you a question. If one of these peoples is the children, your children's teacher, who your kid sees every day, wouldn't you be a little concerned? Oh, I'd be furious. I'd be furious if a teacher was trying to teach my kid either way. That's not your job. Well, what about if one of these peoples was the leader of your country? Wouldn't you be concerned? There's a whole, watch the South Park vaccination special, vaccine special, because that's literally what it was all about. Really? Was in it, QAnon, because you know South Park to make fun of everything, QAnon decided that in the town they were going to become tutors and teachers and they were going to teach their youth of, and everyone who was at the Capitol, they had caricatures and they came and taught the kids and all the parents were just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, (laughs) it's not good. Something here doesn't seem right. Yeah. The problem here is that if you speak up against people doing the illogical, you sort of look around. Like you just did the QAnon thing, right? And I notice that you look around because you can't. You got to be careful what you even say, even though you're right for saying it. My whole logical thinking But here, are you wrong, not you, but are people wrong for having their own thoughts? That's not the point. Irresponsible thought will give you irresponsible endings. So you can have the thought, but you shouldn't have irresponsible actions. Your feelings are always valid, but your actions are not. Okay. And even sometimes your feelings aren't valid. Let me tell you why. I, I grew up watching my father beat my mother. So I grew up beating my wife because I saw him do it. He didn't. This is just a hypothetical. This is no, not true. No, I'm just true. a hypothetical. Yes, I'm using this as a very bad example. You got to clarify this. Yeah, but I got I got to come out with something strong because if I tell you I watched my father beat up my guinea pigs, so I beat up <laughs> guinea pigs, and then the psychiatrist, because I laid this on them one time, says, "Well, that's irrational thinking. It's irrational thinking for me to think that way." when they go irrational it's psychotic to us and that's why people get worried to speak up against it and that's I think why it got so big because I mean I don't want it there are people there are people that make a living on pointing out irrational thinking there are people that now make a living at Bitcoin when at one time Bitcoin was considered irrational thinking right the funny thing about what's going on around us is the end result is one thing but why did it even start is another there's where the end results begin Anyway, thank you for watching. This conversation can go on and on, but it's an interesting topic. It's an inter- <clears throat> it could be good for Slick Speaks. If I'm here, I'm going to talk to you about it because I want to know where your mind lies. You can do a call in. All right, have a great morning, everyone. <laughs> Tune in to Slick Speaks at 1030, Teddy Unscripted at 11. And call Learn in and ask him questions. Ask have him questions. interactive conversation. That's right. Michael's uh, bazooka is coming in. What's his Michael name? Machia. <laughs> Michael Bazooka, I call him. Yeah, that's your client. No, Michael Bazooka. Have a great him. morning, everyone. Stay safe. Do not be irrational. Be rational. We'll see you in a little bit. Keep that smile on. Don't be late. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Brooklyn Cafe After Hours, where all truth is mentioned on Real Radio. Join us next time as we get to highlight our community, share some ideas, and always a little bit of hope on WWNN Real Talk Radio. And as always, don't be late. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today... 
Dawn and Freddy S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. <laughs>